0: Welcome to episode 121 of This Week in Marketing Show, also known as the TWIM Show. This is your host Sajid Islam and today I'll be going over the notable news and updates in the digital marketing space from the week of August 8th through 12th, uh, 2022. So today, first off, we're going to start off with an update from Wix. Now, you might be wondering, Sajid, this is a marketing podcast. What has got to do with Wix? Well, Wix is one of the favorite CMSs out there that's drag and drop uh CMSs, similar to Squarespace, Weebly and whatnot. So what Wix has done and has announced is that this week they have announced that they now integrate natively with Google Search Console. So let me break this down for you a little bit. So what Google Search Console does is like if you have a website, you basically integrate with Google Search Console, thereby you get to see all the organic search um, traffic, stuff so you can see such as you know has your site been crawled has your site been indexed has your site been um uh, who has arrived to your site through what type of keywords and where it ranks and whatnot right those are all the nitty-gritty details that's great if you are Up until now, when you build something with Wix, you'd have to obviously build with Wix uh, and this goes for all the CMSs out there. You'd build it on Wix or Squarespace or WordPress and then you would have to go to Google Search Console and then kind of log in and do things uh, manually. With this integration, what Wix is calling, let me look it down. Uh, It's called Wix Site Inspection Tool. It integrates natively with Google Search Console data, which basically means you can see all within the Wix console. You don't have to leave that. So it makes it a lot easier. Also, you know, it gives you tips and recommendations and things like that. So this is actually a one-up for Wix. Uh, Definitely very good feature. Uh, I'm pretty sure other site builders, Squarespace, Weebly, they're going to catch on. Uh, They're not going to be the one uh, lagging behind because if so, they're going to use their users. But for now... Just so that you know, this is the trend, uh, and this all started because back in I think February or March of this year, Google's uh, decided that you know they were going to open up the Google Search Console API to third parties, and that's the beauty. Like you know, now that the Google has opened it up, uh, basically means third-party applications can hook into it and like you know send data and communicate back and forth. Uh, in the show notes, I'm going to put a link to the Wix document that kind of tells you step-by-step step on how to get started and things like that so definitely check it out uh, if you want to check out the details again for show notes go to marketandgrow.com slash twim show uh, if you go to marketandgrow.com you should see it also on the top right hand corner the link okay with that, let's move up to Google uh, since we're, uh, Google has basically uh, announced or basically updated their Google business profile content policy section and saying, hey, Mr. you know, Business Owner, if you are do- posting duplicate content, we will consider you as spam. We want you to post unique content, okay? A lot of people do that. They just like, you know, post the same damn thing every day thinking you know it's going to rank them higher. Please don't do that. The other thing you want to know is that um, Google doesn't like you posting your logo of on your image all the all the time. Okay, use it sparingly. Use it the way you need to do it. Uh, you use color combinations, things like that. This is something I didn't know, but thank God for this update. Uh, that you know, uh, I know that you know. Even if we in our Google Business Profile, we shouldn't be putting too much of in, um, our logos. If you want to read the con- uh, full co- uh, content policy, the link is in our show notes. Next up LinkedIn, uh, LinkedIn allows you to add clickable links to your photo post. And this is only works from your mobile app. Uh, it doesn't allow you to do those uh, clickable links from desktop interface. Why? I do not know. Maybe they're still rolling out the changes in the desktop. But what we do that, you know, it basically if you are uploading a photo uh, and you have a link, uh, you can use a link sticker and put in the URL of that. Um, destination and it's going to show up and you can see that whether in showing up you can see it either on the desktop or on the mobile but just to add that link itself you have to do it from um, mobile right Um, that's there is there's nothing extra to it let's move on to the next update the next update comes from microsoft bing Uh, so this guy Fabrice Kennel, who is a principal product manager at Microsoft Bing, told search engine land that hey, seven percent of all the new URLs clicked in Bing search uh, last month were all sourced from the Index Now protocol. Now, what is Index protocol? Index Now protocol is basically the Index Now plugin which Bing had released back in January of this year. Uh, if i remember correctly and basically what it does is for people who are running their websites on wordpress they add this index now plugin and that allows them to uh, send you know side changes like whether it's a new blog published whether a new bl- an existing blog has been edited whether something has been deleted that information uh seamlessly to uh, index now and index now then uh, sends those data back to the search engine that are part of the index now protocol um, back in January it was Microsoft being first then they added the index which is obviously a Russian website I do know uh, Russian search engine I do not know what happened because now there is a sanction on Russia um, but that's besides the that's outside the scope of this uh, podcast and and there are a couple of other search engines uh, that are localized like you know i thought it was a uh, check search engine things like that but for the matter of the show i will stick to bing so it's a good way to send data to bing if you're on wordpress again uh, we use index now because our website is on wordpress and i like it uh, I, I cannot com- complain about it there used to be a different plugin from Bing that would just only send it to Bing but index now had made it better uh, again if you are not targeting any other other alternative users or alternative language users then probably um, you could still use the old Microsoft uh, URL yeah it's Microsoft URL submission plugin. Um, But I will definitely say, you know, use index now because you never know tomorrow. Google might start using it, uh, become part of that index now protocol coalition. And then, you know what, all your updates are going to go straight into Google. Um, Okay, with that, let's go into another update from Google. Uh, Someone asked, hey, Mr. Google, will clicking on my search results... For my own site, will it affect my ranking? So let me explain to you what this basically means. So imagine, excuse me, imagine we are, you know, not imagine, we are market and grow. So I go to uh, google.com and I type in market and grow, right? And I see the result and I'm clicking on it, right? So now someone is searching, someone asking John Mueller at Google, hey, Mr. Mueller, hey, Google, if I do that, I know if I keep doing that, you will not. I will not get any SEO ranking boost or any SEO juice, but what if, but if I do that, will I get penalized? That was the question. A lot of people may think, hey, I am going in and I'm doing it maybe, you know, if I keep on, keep on clicking on my own link, search results, then I will either get a boost in SEO and the other, this guy wanted to know, hey, will I get penalized? Well, the answer is you don't, there is no harm, no foul. Like in it, it's negligent. So John Mueller basically says, you know what, doesn't matter. We don't care. We don't use that uh, click-through rate as a signal for ranking. So if you want to waste your time and do that, keep doing it. Uh, But uh, otherwise, there is no benefit to it. Talking about uh, searches, Google Now officially supports GTIN12 property for Google uh, products. Products like an e-commerce product that you try to uh, show... Uh, to Google search or go have it through Google Merchant Center. Now, what is GTIN? You need to know that first. Right, and I've done this. Uh, if you look at the show notes for this episode, you will see what I go through it in details. But basically, GTIN is basically a global trade uh, item number. It's an internationally recognized system for identifying products. So, like as we see, uh, you know, products like whether it's a book or whether it's a calculator, or whether it's an app mobile phone, Apple or Android, they all have a GTIN number, which is a 10-digit long. Uh, it basically says, you know, if this is the number that basically universally, it it this number applies to a phone, a mobile phone product category. GTIN 12 is basically narrowing down. So if GTIN 10, which is the default, right, uh, says that you know it's a mobile phone. GTN twelve is going to say, "Hey, this is a Apple mobile phone version twelve. Apple twelve, right? So it just helps it. So why is this important? Like as you, if you are a product e-commerce product um seller." You want to put the right GTI number, whether it's in Google or Amazon, because that's how the backend system recognizes, oh, this is an Apple, because you could write a different description, but they know... This is apples to apples, right? Again, or, or this phone is similar to this Android phone because they have the same GTI and 12 number. Uh, so that's how they uniquely identify uh, products behind the scene. And obviously, there is a long explanation why there is an 8, there is a 12, there is a 13 or a 14. So hope this helps. So actually, you know what? Um, let me, yeah. Hope this helps. I might have... Um, I might have said, you know, there is a GTN 12, but I, that's probably uh, far on my end uh, because um, yeah. But <clears throat> uh, but basically, uh, GTN 12 really uh, narrows down the product. Um, so now Google is supporting it uh, officially. Up until now, you could apply it, and they would not; um, they would still accept it, but they just never had a. Uh, official documentation on this so now they have it. Okay, there you go. So if you are selling products on Google or through Google, Google Shopping, Google Merchants and please make sure you use GTN 12 number because this is going to be very helpful for you. Uh, it's gonna help you earn more money. Next up TikTok launches a new ad ad targeting transparency tool. This is similar to Facebook ad transparency tool that says, why was I served this ad? How do you collect my data? Things like that. Um, There's nothing more to it. Um, Just take a look at it. Uh, Something, you know, you might want to check out why you're getting served certain ads and see how TikTok works behind the scenes. TikTok is also rolling out an order center e-commerce tracking hub. This will have products that you have liked, you have saved in your shopping cart, products you have ordered, things like that. Because remember, TikTok is pushing live shopping or shopping on the platform. So they're just creating this uh, order center a tracking hub Where you would basically have all your, uh, you know, items you have tagged, items you have recommended, um, payment details, things like that. Just so that, you know, you don't have to scratch your head and say, where is what? Again, TikTok is more focused on building better experience. Um, So it's very nice to see that, you know, TikTok is really uh, serious about that. On the Instagram front, Instagram is adding a native post scheduling option within the app. Up until now, you could go to the creative, uh, what is it called? Let me see. Creator Studio. And you could like schedule post, uh, but though that has its limitations. Like you couldn't schedule a Reels. Now, uh, Instagram is uh, making an update and slowly rolling it out where you can actually schedule a post or a Reel or anything from the app itself. That's just basically, I guess... Throws a wrench to platforms like HubSpot or not HubSpot. um I forgot, what is it? Hootsuite, Hootsuite, and uh, the scheduling tool platforms. Now, obviously, there's a benefit to those scheduling tools because you know you can schedule the same content to go on Twitter, on LinkedIn, and Instagram and Facebook. But if you're just publishing on Facebook, Instagram, this is probably good enough for you. And next up is Instagram. This week has shared how Instagram suggests uh, new content. Basically, is how does Instagram, you know, does, how does Instagram's recommendation engine works? It's a long, you know, somewhat boring, dry uh, write-up. Uh, obviously, all things on this type of topics are boring. But the one thing that was a key takeaway and I want to share with you is that Instagram is looking for engagement data right Uh, things like likes and saves are actually the signals the ranking factor for Instagram whether you it is from someone you follow or someone you don't follow doesn't matter across the platform that's what Instagram that's my key takeaway is that Instagram focuses on likes and saves so what does that mean for you Uh, what that means is like you know stop focusing on views those are vanity metrics when you create content for instagram whatever the type is make sure you are trying to create a content that people will either like or people will save right and that's just going to give you the boost and that's going to help you to uh, reach more accounts more eyeballs more um, popularity i guess Last up, uh, Meta, which is basically the parent company of Instagram or Facebook, uh, has announced that their uh, Advantage ad suite now supports all types of businesses. Previously, I think what that basically means, again, I'm not a Meta ad expert, but my understanding from this was that, you know, previously, uh, if you you only had a Facebook page and you didn't have a, a business manager, you could not take advantage of the Advantage ad suite. But now, even if you have only a page and not a business manager, you can still ad, um, take advantage of it. And Advantage Ad Suite is basically their Meta's um, answers slash rebranding to Meta's ads platform since the iOS 14 changes rolled in. How good is it? I do not know how bad it is. I do not know. I do not use uh, Meta ads or Facebook ads. So... I really cannot tell anything about it. But the one thing I'll tell you is uh, before I tell that is I, yeah, one thing I'll add to it is that, you know, there, I think someone who was smoking weed is uh, wrote this uh, news announcement because usually when you look at Google's announcements, they, you know, really good give examples and explanation what is happening, what the changes are and how it was before the change and how it is after the change. They were very dry right i wish they would go dive a little deeper rather than talking about every, things like that like at a high level which really didn't make any sense like mera you are the platform owner you are it's your ad system tell us more right don't let us go to an expert to figure it out okay what does this mean and you know what are the advantages and how should we set it up uh, how was it in the old days and how is it in the new in the new change after the new changes nothing like that Anyway, uh, with that, I want to also say that Meta has also announced this Advantage Plus shopping campaign. Uh, let's see what. So the Advantage Plus shopping campaigns basically means the creative ads will automatically adjust for each person who views them. So when you create the ads, you are going to probably, I guess, uh, upload a few dozen creatives and Meta is going to kind of swap things out and they, they say oh Sajid is an Asian individual so let's show him the Asian version of the ad how they do it behind the scene I do not know I guess Meta figured out you know what my uh, you know background is from my you know I don't know from the type of content places I visit the type of food I like and whatnot which could be very misleading but I'll leave it there I, that's one of the I guess the uh drawback of having an artificial intelligence um, backed uh, anything okay um, but anyway now you know what meta has done uh, if you want to really check it out there is a link go check it out uh, and see if you can um, figure more things out now I also want to know that the rollout of the meta advantage was actually covered in episode 101 this is episode 121 so about 20 episodes back which is about let's say give or take like Five months back, right? Because there are roughly about four episodes in a month, so five times twenty is, a twenty divided by four is five months back. So check that out, and we kind of talk about. I I talked about the Meta Advantage uh, rebranding, uh, but overall, right now this is that like, you know they have launched um, shopping campaigns, Advantage Plus. There's an Advantage, Advantage Plus again. It's alphabet soup, uh, very hard to keep track of what is what, but I guess that gives um, Mark Zuckerberg some joy that knowing, oh, I've rebranded some stuff, even though, you know, uh, my things that I don't have proper documentation, my ad platform doesn't work properly, you know, I'm locking out, you know, small businesses through whatever, you know, policy I've done, you know, banning accounts, you know, there is no recourse or no way to recover accounts, things like that. I don't want to basically go on a, ta- uh, on a tangent here, but with, let's stop right here. So with that, folks, that's it for this week in marketing. Now you know everything to be in the know. If you'd like to read more, make sure you visit our show page where you will find the links to the articles. Once again, this is your host, Sajid Islam, signing off. Until next week, take care. Bye-bye.